Ian Logan, CEO of the Lausanne Winter Youth Olympic Games. We worked well. We had a, a very fantastic team. So we have to be uh, thankful to that everything went very well. It, it was not uh, always very easy, but we, the result is fantastic. Joins us in this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm your host, Ed Hula. The books are about to close on the 2020 Winter Youth Olympic Games held in Lausanne in the first weeks of January. The top line from the close of business might be the 400,000 Swiss franc surplus. But another look at the operation of this event is providing lessons to the big leagues as well. Organizers of the 2024 Olympics in Paris and the 2026 Winter Olympics in Milan say they have seen ways to organize the games in modest and sustainable terms as a result of the Lausanne experience. The success of Lausanne 2020 could also resonate in Switzerland, where the notion of bidding for a Winter Olympics has been a difficult issue for politicians and voters. Ian Logan, CEO of Lausanne 2020, has been a regular visitor to Around the Rings Radio, and he joins us today for, I guess, what is likely to be our last encounter in his role as leader of the Lausanne Winter Youth Olympic Games. Ian Logan, thanks for joining us on this edition. Thank you, Ed. Thank you. Money isn't everything, but having a, about 400000 U.S. dollars is a nice frosting to put on the cake, especially when there's concerns about the sustainability and viability, financial viability, of having the Youth Olympic Games or the Olympic Games themselves. Uh, yes, I think it's very important. And uh, for uh, I think for any nations, anywhere, you do an, uh, an event today to be sustainable, to be credible, and, and, and to be sure that we have a democratic, let's say, a, an amazing people success, a popular success. We need to have this today. If, if you don't have a, an even or a small benefit, you will have a lot of critics very easily. And it's a sad that for such events, we get to this point. So we're very proud with the entire team, having worked together with the IOC uh, here in Lausanne with uh, eight different venues. And like you mentioned at the beginning, we had a, I think a very good opportunity to test new ideas, new things. And we did this with uh, something I love to say all the time, empowering. So we went to the different eight venues, which are resorts, and we empowered them to have that. It's almost, it was almost their event. We're not coming there and say, you have to do this way. We just took the expertise and we brought along uh, the look of the games, uh, the, 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 the Olympic ideas, but they developed the, techno- the, 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 the specification of the sports according what they know to do. And that was a great success, helping to have this positive uh, financial uh, result, of course. Christoph Duby, the IOC Olympic Games Executive Director, uh, told me yesterday that your team followed the direction of the IOC to keep costs down. How much of a challenge was it to do that as you went through the preparation for the for the Youth Olympic Games? Well, it, it was a big challenge, but, but it was a big challenge, but the way we did it since the beginning, we never went to spend money before knowing how to get it. So it really was a way around to, we had new ideas, we had new ways to do things. We want, for example, sport presentation, we want to do something very nice, very big uh, to surprise the people. But then we did not say, okay, we're gonna spend that much for this. We said, we went to a partner, we found a partner, we created an academy. And then with the academy, with the partner, we together did sport presentation. So before we said we're going to spend money, we found out how to get money to do it. And we did this with every everything in, in, in the budget. And actually at the end of our budget, we had 20% of the overall budget, which came from VIK, value in kind, from the different partners. So it, it was an amazing result for, for here in Switzerland. 20% is very big. What is left to do as far as closing up the business of the Lausanne Youth Olympic Games. Well, now we we finalized the, the official report that's online, uh, report of them 2020. We have all the existing reports, the report of the IOC that's done. 
And now we just organizing team just closed their business yesterday. And now the association is still running, so we have to close the association, but that will be done uh, by the beginning of 2021. And the next big step is the legacy. Uh, we will build up a foundation for the for the legacy of the games and and share this experience with all the others. You mentioned uh, Paris, you mentioned Milano. So we're ready to, to share the experience we had uh, that they can take along with the games also. You are in another phase of your professional career, an F-18 fighter pilot. Any comparison with bringing the Youth Olympic Games in for a, a safe landing? Well, I, I may, maybe not directly with the, with the F-18 pilot, but the, the way of doing things, have a big vision, big picture, to see the big picture right away, not to be too much linked in details, but having this vision of where to go. That helps, of course. And maybe other things with the military, having a objective, strategic objective, clear way forward, uh, leadership maybe could help a little bit. And, of course, I had the chance to organize different events, air shows. That's very much comparable to, to, to multi-sport events. You have multi-crew coming from different places of the world, Thunderbirds coming, you have the Red Arrows coming, and then you have to build up all this together. So then you have the, the team of the USA coming, team of Russia coming, and at the end effect, it's, it's bringing people together, uh, make a big event, multi-nation event. So this is, for me, was quite a similar. These were the last multi-sport, multinational event to be held prior to the corona pandemic this year, which was actually obviously well underway when the game started. Do you feel lucky to have escaped seeing what the pandemic has done to the sports events of 2020? Uh, yes, of course. We can now. We cannot say anything else. Yes, we are lucky that that uh, uh, just to be before uh, the pandemic. I cannot say anything else except that I'm very sorry for all the other events and and the dramatic situation for everyone. This is uh, something never nobody could expect us. And I think we've been hearing around the world that since the Second World War, nothing uh, with such blocking uh, economy, blocking the economy, had happened before. So it's something unexpected and uh, dramatic for every event organizer, sport, culture. Uh, yes, we are lucky to have just before this. Yeah, back to Paris and Milan, the uh, next summer and winter Olympics. Uh, and what kind of influence do you think the uh, the operations, the way Lausanne has played out, what influence will it have on these much, much bigger events? We, we had a very good relation with Paris since the very beginning, and we made an agreement with Paris also to work together. We exchanged us on the HR. Uh, we had second deep from Paris visiting Lausanne and, and experiencing the the volunteer concept, so they, they took some ideas from this. But with Paris, I think the two main uh, a big discussion was the strong engagements of the people, of the schools, of the local uh, universities, and how to engage young people to, to go to be on board of the games. And Paris is very interested to do this, so we, were, we exchanged a lot on this. And uh, the second thing was also public transportation. Uh, we did it in Lausanne. It was a big question, this winter games, public transport, but... At the end, effect, more than 80% to public transport, and that helped us to a fantastic carbon uh, CO2 uh, report, which is uh, really, really good, was very, very uh, positive. That's also thanks to this public transport. So Paris is looking at this also within Paris, within the city, what they could take on this, and, and having known it's possible, they're looking at this too. For Milano, the, the two main things that I can recap was they were very impressed about the Metal Plaza in Lausanne City, so having... Uh, a concept in Milano where they also have a sports on different uh, venues to bring back all the athletes at one spot, have a big, big, big medal evening, medal plaza, having a big, big party with all the athletes and celebrating the athletes is something they, they like very much. They came back to Lausanne again to, to watch this. And the second thing 
uh, and I think Christoph did mention this too, was this idea of empowerment, this idea of, of believing in the region. And, and if you go to a place that knows how to do ski, you have to restart everything again. Let them do it and, and just put the, the cherry on the cake of what is Olympic movement, but don't develop everything new. Believe people, trust people, and, and that's something we now know we will we'll take along too. You mentioned the uh, young people who made up the team running the uh, Lausanne Winter Youth Olympic Games. Is that one of the legacies for Switzerland? Yes, it, it will be definitely one. Uh, I think to have these uh, games for the youth, by the youth, with the youth. In, in my in my team, we had at the end effect the average age of the of the crew was 33 years old, so it's very young. Uh, we trusted young people, we believed in them, and and I think it was a very strong payback with the public tendency also to, to have this made by the young, for the young, and trusting them, and definitely proves that Switzerland is a young nation, innovative, fun, and that uh, it is a way forward. Trust the young people and, and, and believe in new ideas. Uh, yes, it, it, will, it will help to do uh, events in another concept, in another way in Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland, like other countries in the world, have been dealing with the effects of the uh, pandemic, uh, being shut down, quarantined, and now countries' economies emerging from all of this. What is the role of sport for Switzerland in moving forward in the future as far as economics, development? Do you think, uh, what is the role sport will play in all of this? Well, from my point of view, the, the, apparently there's two roles of sport. Sport, there's one role which is just let's say health sport move movement do sports and that's something that that's that's keep ongoing will be ongoing the sports part with the events is the other part where you attract people to sports you, you you make people want to do sport to become athletes so we need these events and and they will come back i'm, I'm very sure they will come back and it it it, it has a role for the community uh, for, for 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 the people for the democracy it has a role for people to get together, gather together, dream together, believe in magic together. So sports is something magic, is something without an emotion. It will come back and bring people together. So it is a very strong, uh, I think for a society, it's a very strong event, very strong uh, model to come back very soon to, to, to make people dream and, and want to move, want to make sport and be together. And So it will come back, I'm very convinced. Any advice for the organizers of the next Winter Youth Olympic Games? That will be held in Gangwon Province in South Korea, where the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympics were held. Certainly an experienced part of the world, a place with uh, venues they need for the event. Beyond that, what uh, what do you need to, uh, what kind of advice can you offer the uh, South Korean organizers? Well, it's, it's, uh, it's not very easy. They organized Pyeongchang uh, just a few years ago, so they have an amazing experience. What we came back from Lausanne 2020 in this era is, I would say, maybe to adapt the games to the era you are in. So, And they did it with Changshan, but adapted to South Korea, to their culture, their, that, that it's something that fits in their culture. So uh, believe in, in, in your uh, your assets as, as a culture. That's, I think it's very important. And maybe what happened here, which was really a great success, is we, we made it a success with the people, local people. Uh, and it was a great acceptance, a great from everyone. So I think this is something very important. If you do an event, don't do not forget. That's with my advice. Do not forget all the actors, especially the public, uh, the local corporation, local partners, and that that the people which are hosting the event are proud of it and and are part of it, engaging the people also, so they are really part of the event. And that that's the only advice. And then you have a great success locally and worldwide also. Ian Logan, the 
well, ex-CEO of the Lausanne 2020 Winter Youth Olympic Games. It's been a pleasure to talk to you uh, on a regular basis over this journey, and uh, very happy to have you as our guest today. Thank you very much, Ed, and good luck to everyone, and hope to come back to a lot of sports events in the world. And best wishes to you. And thank you for joining us on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm your host, Ed Hula. Stay calm. Stay safe. Your best source of news about the Olympics for 30 years. Aroundtherings.com.